The following program is paid for by the Springdale Golf Club. The views and information expressed are the opinions of its host and her guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the station, management, or its ownership. It's time to swing into the golf world of today with Springdale Golf Live on Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Sponsored by Taylor Made and the New Jersey Golf Foundation. Now, here's your host, the director of fun, Keith Stewart. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, the director of fun. Thank you for tuning in to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. I'm going to start the show with a little Michael Jackson number. A little inspiration for everyone during this pause. You know, one of the unique things about music and why I always choose to have a song of the week is that I, I find it to be so inspirational. And then, you know, when you hear that beat there from uh, the King of Pop, uh, it just kind of gets you, whether you're in your seat or or you're sitting at home on the couch listening to me or or, or however you're consuming your Springdale Golf Live, you know, you just kind of get a little, um, you know, heartbeat going, a little bounce in your step and, you know, a little little free thought that, uh, you know, the, the world is it was going to come back to normal and... Uh, Every Friday afternoon at 3 p.m., we're going to have our pop culture fun. And uh, we're going to certainly have some fun today because, after all, as the director of fun, it's my job to provide for all of you um, something interesting to digest on a weekly basis. So uh, this afternoon, we're going to talk first about maybe a little bit of a revised sports calendar going forward. Uh, I've got something, you know, to fill the void in the uh, sports uh, chasm that we are currently in that uh, I guess um, I'm going to put it out there. We're going to do a little top 10 sports movie of all time, uh, some family suggestions on some things to do for you and the kids um, with this little pause that we're on, and uh, maybe some content for future shows. Uh, so let's get right after it. It's Friday afternoon, Springdale Golf Live, and uh, you know if you can't, you can listen anywhere at 920thejersey.com. You just got to hit that Listen Now button uh, just in case you missed the live show and you're not on the radio with us. You can always stream it, and of course, uh, this evening I will post the podcast of the show, and if you're listening now live, though... Certainly, you're saying to yourself, well, I, I wonder where Keith is because his voice doesn't sound like he's in the station. And uh, I'm actually at home. I'm doing this from home. It's almost like a uh, Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show, if you've been following him on YouTube and what he's been doing. Uh, he's at home with his kids and his family. So that's where I am currently, hunkered down and just um, finding fun things to do here on this Friday afternoon. And, and speaking of a fun thing, let's just get it all started with something. Oh. <laughs> The music always comes back, doesn't it? You know, if we want to be starting something, then we're going to start with a revised sports calendar. So this is just my opinion, and some of it is based upon my observations of the last week or so and what I think might happen. And I know that's why you tune in to try to hear what it is I might think about what's going to happen in the future with it, when it comes to sports. But as I see it, and, and from what I've been listening to in different podcasts and uh, all of the different Articles that I've been reading online, which is, everyone's doing a wonderful job trying to put this all into perspective. The first thing first that I got to figure out is what we're going to do with the NHL and the NBA. And I think that there's a tremendous hurdle to overcome there. That if we were start to if we were to restart the seasons, then how would we handle getting the players back in game shape? And that to me is probably one of the biggest. Um, challenges that we're going to face when it comes to resuming those seasons. Now, don't get me wrong. We can resume those seasons whenever we want, but um, does it make sense to have the NBA playoffs uh, take place in September? Um, 
I'm not sure if that's a great play on their part. I think at some point um, they have to make a decision that's best for the calendar in general and the sports world as a whole. And I think the NHL and the NBA, because how do they actually come back? Even if they said, well, we're just going to start with the playoffs or a modified playoff system, how are those players getting ready? They're on teams, and right now they're all sequestered, um, and they can't work out with one another. They can't train with one another. So it's it's kind of one of those things where I, I just don't see how that could all play play out. So I think the NHL and the NBA might take a backseat for the time being. And we're going to fast forward a little bit and we're going to allow everyone to stay healthy and remain healthy. We're going to allow um, the healthcare system, who's doing a tremendous job and in all of those first responders that are out there on the front lines, doing such wonderful work, keep trying to keep us all safe and then trying to take care of those that are sick. So we're going to give them an opportunity for a month or two to try to do that. And then we're going to fast forward to 4th of July. And the 4th of July weekend is going to be a huge monumental time for us to celebrate all of our Americanness. And there's a couple things on the schedule that I think are happening. I mean, you're right around the time of the All-Star break in baseball. So I believe that baseball can come right back then and they can have this really, really cool, tight 80-game season. And, you know, everyone's always had their one complaint about baseball is that it seems to go on forever. Well, you're not going to get that this year, folks. You are going to get a shortened baseball season, a season that is really going to have uh, a lot to add um, to the fans. And, you know, certainly the Houston Astros will be happy with a little bit of a two-month break at this point with all that's going on there. So I, I think that baseball is going to have a lot of positive energy. It's going to be one of the first professional sports that comes back in full force. And uh, just like American apple pie, you know, we're going to get baseball with the 4th of July. We're going to celebrate, um, you know, the birthday of our country. And then there's, there's a unique thing going on the PGA Tour schedule at that time and that there's two events um, that are on the schedule for that weekend, and um, one is a World Golf Championship, the FedEx St. Jude Invitational, and the other one is the Barracuda Championship, which is a um, uh, an event that is played against one of those World, Go- World Golf Championships, which is a limited field event. And you know that's the perfect time to get all of those players back out playing. And again, I know July seems a little ways off, but we've got to give the baseball players and the PGA Tour players and those LPGA Tour players and all these different tours and all these different athletes an opportunity to try to get back together and try to train and get ready for putting out a professional product. So baseball, PGA Tour, they kick back in shape. But everyone that's paying attention knows that we've postponed the Masters at that point. We've postponed uh, the PGA Championship, and then, of course, with this kind of quasi-calendar I'm putting together, we've postponed the U.S. Open. But I'm going to suggest to the Olympic Committee that they postpone the Olympics to 2021. And the reason for that is that with all the international travel and all the things that are going on in different parts of the world, um, do we really need the Summer Olympics this year? Everyone that's been training um, can train for one more year, and we can go through all the trials that we would need to as the track and field trials or the swimming trials, the gymnastic trials. I mean, all of these things lead up to the Olympics that have to happen in order for us to put together an Olympic team. And how can they all happen while we're on this little pause? So I I think the Olympics postponement for a year makes sense, and it works out well for me because that's going to give me an open week for golf, where I can then insert the U.S. Open. And I'm going to put the U.S. Open there. That's going to stay at Wingfoot. It's going to be a, a tremendous, tremendous event. It's going to be within just a couple weeks after the British Open Championship. So we're going to get two majors. We're going to get two Open Championships in July. We're going to have baseball back. Uh, it's just going to be just a fantastic time to be a sports fan right there in July as we kick everything off. 
Then we're going to cruise right into August, which gives us our FedEx Cup playoffs. Hey, the points are the points, folks. At that point, whoever gets in, they can certainly modify the number of people that get in, but we're going to shrink that down, get everyone to East Lake. We're going to crown a FedEx Cup champion. It'll be August college football, the NFL. All of that is going to start back up on schedule, and things are going to start to really feel normal as we're going to have a full slate. Um, ESPN and NBC Sports and all the other different channels are just going to be wall-to-wall with storylines and drama coming out of the NFL, Major League Baseball, the PGA Tour, college football. Um, Everyone's going to be ramping up for the fall, and then we head right into September. Now, hopefully my friends down at the PGA of America are listening, but this would be a pretty cool thing. The Ryder Cup is scheduled, and although earlier in the week they talked about maybe it would be postponed or maybe it would be canceled or what might happen, but contrary to what you may have heard, the PGA came back and said, we're not doing anything with the Ryder Cup yet. And the Ryder Cup is a domestic one. It's here in the United States, and it's being played at Whistling Straits up there in Wisconsin. So how about this, PGA of America? You've already got all the stands set up there. Why not the week before or two weeks before we run the PGA Championship at Whistling Straits? We have that event. And then the next week or the week after, probably two weeks later, we run the Ryder Cup. Could you imagine that September for the PGA of America? What a blockbuster September that would be. And with all the infrastructure in place already there for the Ryder Cup, I think that that would really help make those events successful because right now we're talking about a lot of preparation, a lot of moving parts, and I think that they can make that work. Now, we squeeze into October. College football season has everybody. It's homecoming weekends. Everybody is is really getting into that whole scene. The NFL is starting to take form. Tom Brady's making his Tampa Bay Buccaneers MVP case, you know, as he starts them off with a four and one record. I mean, you could imagine all of this coming together. And, you know, I know we're missing sports right now, but just think about some of these things and how exciting they could be. Now, I know, I know, I haven't mentioned the Masters yet. And there's a reason for that because the Masters is up to something. Augusta National has been busy in these last couple of weeks. First thing we'll say, if you go online and you try to rent a hotel room, Columbus Day week in Augusta, Georgia, you're going to find that the rates have been a little bit inflated from where they normally would be for Columbus Day week of that same time period in years past. So hotel rates are going up Columbus Day week. I've also heard from sources in Augusta that Augusta National has made an official request to the school board to give the kids an extended Columbus Day break from Monday through Friday so that way they can host the Masters tournament. Now, why is this important? Well, most people don't realize that the kids are always on spring break during Masters week in Augusta, Georgia. Reason being, they have tons of kids that are volunteers at the event, but also a lot of families need to Uh, migrate out of the town because a lot of people rent their homes. So they have to have these kids out of school so that the families can leave in order for the players and the media and the corporate people to come in and rent those homes to have those homes be available. So you start to see some things coming together, at least for some fall foliage down there and instead of azaleas for the playing of the masters. So now we've made it to Columbus Day. We've got four majors done. We've had our Ryder Cup. The U.S. won, of course. Thank you very much. And now we are about to hit the NBA and the NHL seasons with just a ton, a ton of anticipation because we didn't get to finish the last seasons. And basically, folks, by about November 1st, we get to a point where, guess what? The sports schedule is back. It's back to normal. And all of what we've known and grown to love as sports fans 
is now current. It's happening. All the drama is playing out in college football. All the drama is playing out in the NFL. It's World Series time. We just came off of a fall master, something we've never, ever experienced before in our lives, which would just be probably one of the coolest things to see and to witness. The PGA Tour schedule is back running. And I know there's PGA Tour events in the fall that are supposed to happen when these majors are supposed to happen. But folks, everything's on the table here. We've got to come up with a way in order to try to make all of this mesh and take these very, very important events that are part of the schedule and take some of the secondary events and maybe have them take a backseat. I know there's sponsors, there's volunteers, there's everything involved. But I think that everyone's going to come together as a matter of what's going on right now in the world. And they're going to make this happen. So you know, I'm, I've been having a lot of fun with this. I've been thinking about this all week, what I wanted to talk to you about. And as I watch and as I listen to what's going on and what I read in the sporting world, I think that we could pull this one off, folks. And before you know it, it would be November 1st, and we would be in a much better place when it comes to sports. So uh, how do you all feel about that? I mean, some of those things are uh, a little bit out there, but uh, uh, speaking of out there, just get out there on social media and hit me up at, at KJPGA, hit my Twitter line, and uh, give me a little response and tell me what you think about some of that schedule. And certainly, I hope uh, the powers that be are listening because uh, come the fall, could you imagine a run from July through the end of October like that in golf or sports in general with all of that going on, 80-game baseball season, uh, the NFL, college football, uh, four majors plus a Ryder Cup in golf. I mean, just tremendous, tremendous opportunity to, you know, get a hold of the whole um, sports fan world and just kind of just blow this thing up and just make it awesome and just tremendously fun. So, you know, I, it, it's one of the things is that... It, it, in doing this show weekly, there's always news and sports with which to talk about. And without there being sports this week, other than the Tom Brady phenomenon, which I don't need to comment on, certainly not to my New York-based audience, um, you know, goodbye and good riddance. But I think I also owe it to everyone to try to replace your sports um, need with uh, with just a little bit of a uh, a fun top 10 list. Because if you don't have sports on TV, we might as well watch sports and movies. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to take a break like I normally do. And we're going to come back in just a couple minutes, at which time I'm going to give you my top 10 sports movies of all time. So if you're not into the 2018 uh, Valspar run of Tiger or Super Bowl 23 reruns on the NFL Network, then um, you can tune into or stream one of these uh, great movies movies I'm going to give you after the break. So we're going to have some fun and uh, folks, let's all get together and let's start something and let's be positive as the weeks go on here and have some fun uh, when it comes to um, all that's going on in our worlds. I wish everyone the opportunity to stay healthy, relax, have some fun with their families. And um, I'll be back in a minute. You know what? It's about 3.15 p.m. here in Princeton. Thanks for listening to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Be back in a moment with the top 10 sports movies of all time. The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the NJPA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. With a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming under the guidance of PGA professionals, so individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. To support the NJGF or learn more about programs and special events, visit njgolffoundation.org. That's njgolffoundation.org. 
rich and distinguished history for nearly 125 years, Springdale Golf Club and its members have been beautifully making their mark as the best golf and social experience in our region. Our impact in the industry does not stop there. Did you know about the benefits that extend beyond the boundaries of the club through its agreement with Troon Purvey, the private club operating division of Troon Golf Management? Springdale's walkable and superbly conditioned William Flynn design course, now combined with Troon's operational expertise, are taking the club to the next level in our commitments to the member experience. Just announced as a significant expansion to the Troon Purvey Privileges Program. This Vanguard service initiative includes enhanced golf and lifestyle benefits that extend far beyond the fairways. For more information about our club and all the incredible moments being made at Springdale Golf Club and through Troon Purvey, please take a visit of our website at www.springdalegc.org forward slash Troon Purvey. Let's get back on course as Springdale Golf Live continues on Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. You know me as the director of fun. You're listening to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. I say it's all right. Leave it to the Beatles to be able to capture the moment. That's their song, Here Comes the Sun, off their famous Abbey Road album. And speaking of capturing the moment, it's uh, it's about that time that I stop promoing my top 10 sports movies of all time and just get after it here because time is short as my proposed calendar uh, made the first segment run a little over. So we're going to get after it right here. And uh, if you have an opinion on any of my top 10 sports movies of all times, I'd love to hear it. Just hit me at, at KJPGA on Twitter and give me your opinion or give me a question for future shows because I've got plenty of content to go over, but the best content comes from all of you, the listeners. So feel free to hit me up and I'll be happy to put together something for future shows. Uh, there's no doubt about that. But here we are. Without further ado, the top 10 sports movies of all time by uh, yours truly. Uh, enough to keep you at least entertained while sports is off TV until next week's show and I'll give you something else to digest. So here we go. Number 10. Rudy, 1993, Sean Astin. He plays a young man in high school that wants to play football for Notre Dame. Great feel-good story. A movie that you can watch with your kids. Everyone can get together. Um, just, uh, I, I really like the setting of this movie. I'm not the hugest uh, Notre Dame fan, but overall, Aston does a tremendous job uh, building upon his role in Goonies. Uh, just, just a good one for number 10 to get the list started. Number 9, a fun movie in Major League came to us back in 1989. I mean, just listen to this all-star cast. You have Charlie Sheen, Wesley Snipes, Tom Berenger, Rene Russo, and of course, Bob Euchre, just a bit outside. Uh, you know, there's a cameo in there. Here's a little bit of trivia. There's a cameo in Major League by Will Ferrell, the, the famous comedic actor of nowadays. So take a look at that one and watch that. Uh, just so many one-liners. And if you're a baseball fan, then you know it already. But check it out at number nine, Major League. Okay, next one. 2004 saw this hometown story come to life on the big screen called Friday Night Lights and director Peter Berg who has went on to then direct the TV show Friday Night Lights and things like Ballers on HBO. Uh, I really like Peter Berg's work. 
Uh, Billy Bob Thornton plays the coach in Friday Night Lights, and it's based upon the book, the famous book, Friday Night Lights, A Town, A Team, and A Dream. It's all about Texas football and how the community surrounds their team and supports them in the fall on every Friday night. Uh, it spawned a TV show that was extremely successful. If you've got high school kids, uh, they'll love the TV show. Uh, it's way better than 90210, I'll tell you, So as far as high school shows go. So, you know, Friday Night Lights at number eight, great movie. Number seven, another fun one, just like Major League at number nine. But in 1977, Paul Newman graced us with his presence in Slapshot. And it's the exploits of a minor league hockey team uh, in a downtrodden town. And uh, I think we'll all remember the first time the triple threat known as the Hanson brothers took the ice in that famous scene in that movie and Slapshot, just a tremendous hockey comedy uh, feel good movie and lots of fun um, don't know if it's for the pg crowd but it's certainly a fun one for you all to check out and have some fun with number six a little bit more on the serious side back in 1996 we had a movie by the name of Jerry Maguire. Now, this one's one of my favorites. And then, you know, some people are going to come out and say, Keith, that's not a sports movie. Well, it's about a sports agent and it's about the sports business, which we talk about a lot when we're covering the pop culture of sports and golf here at Springdale Golf Live. So bear with me. And if, if you don't like that it's number six on your list, then you need to tweet me your list and uh, we can have a conversation about all this. But, um, if it's that bad a movie, it wouldn't have had five Academy Award nominations. Uh, Tom Cruise, I mean, we're having a movie list. So Tom Cruise and Paul Newman have already been on our list. Billy Bob Thornton. I mean, we've got some some major, major acting clout on this list here and more to come for sure. Uh, Renee Zellweger makes her her big kind of debut there where, where she kind of hit the scene. Uh, and then, of course, Cuba Gooding Jr. with the uh, famous Jerry, show me the money, show me the money, Jerry. Come on, say it with me, right? And uh, he won Best Supporting Oscar for that back in 1996. And uh, this is a Cameron Crowe film, a lot of his period pieces are a lot of fun. So this one takes place back in 1996. I think Jerry Maguire is, is worth revisiting um, for certainly for somebody who's looking for a little inspiration or uh, they're at a pivot moment in their life, you know, just like Jerry went through or Tom Cruise did. I mean, Tom Cruise was nominated for best actor in that film. Best actor. It was a best picture nomination for Jerry Maguire. Um, you know, a little known fact. Here's a fun one for you for all you pop culture fans. Uh, James L. Brooks, who's the longtime producer on The Simpsons, was also a producer on that movie. So, um, you know, I think we're on season 31, so it's 31 years of The Simpsons. So I think James L. Brooks knows what he's doing. And that rounds out our top 10. So we have Rudy at 10, Major League at 9, Friday Night Lights at 8, Slapshot at 7, Jerry Maguire at 6. We are now heading into the top five sports films to check out this week. Here at home, and you can stream. So, all right, number five, 1986. And another one of these great hometown stories in sports that really resonates with everyone. And, of course, it's Hoosiers. And it's the same as director. Um, and this was his directorial debut, and that's David Anspa. And he was also he was the same director for Rudy. So he's got two movies, 10 and 5, on my list here. And uh, I didn't really know that until I started digging into these movies. So that's kind of cool. That uh, and, and Hoosiers was his de directorial debut. But you know, imagine it's your directorial debut, and your two main actors are Gene Hackman and Dennis Hopper. All right, and Dennis Hopper was nominated for Best Supporting Actor in his role uh, in this as the assistant coach and the father and the alcoholic that he was that he played in that movie. Um, you know, who could ever forget Jimmy Chitwood when he sits in that timeout at the end of the game and you know they're about to run a play and Gene Hackman says we're going to give the ball to somebody else and he just looks at him and he says I'll make it. 
I mean, one of the most defining moments in any basketball film, Hoosiers. You gotta, you gotta check that one out, folks. Welcome to Indiana basketball. Number four. One of my personal favorites in the role that was played covering the life story of Herman Boone, and that's Remember the Titans. And I think Denzel Washington just did an amazing job as the head coach of the T.C. Williams High School football team in 1971 while the high school was going through um, its uh, process of integrating the schools. And it's about a football team that now has young African-American kids and white kids playing together. Uh, Great, great um, sleepy uh, acting job by Will Patton, who is Bill Yost. So Bill Yost in the film was the original head coach of the team, and he gets supplanted and made it into the defensive coordinator while Denzel Washington comes in as Herman Boone, and he becomes the head coach of the team. Uh, just just a great, another great period piece covering the early 70s and all that was going on in Virginia. Uh, just some great young actors in that. Uh, Ryan Hurst, who played the uh, linebacker, Jerry Bertier, he, you know, later went on to play in a lot of different roles. Uh, music plays a huge role, the soundtrack of this movie, Remember the Titans. And you know how I love my music. Remember the Titans soundtrack is, is just crazy, crazy good. And it does a great job of encapsulating all the feelings of the movie and what was going on. Number three, a favorite, I'm sure, for all of my Philadelphia fans that are listening, and that is back in 1976, uh, a little-known gentleman by the name of Sylvester Stallone wrote and starred in a movie called Rocky. And uh, it was the highest-grossing film of 1976. Imagine they had a million-dollar budget, and it grossed over $225 million worldwide. I mean, unbelievable. Ten Oscar nominations, right, including Best Picture, which it won. It won three of them, and it won Best Picture. But ten Oscar nominations for Rocky. If you haven't gone back and watched Rocky in a long time, I mean, this is a really, really great story. Again, and, and Sylvester Stallone is writing the story. He's writing it. And I, I know it's spawned a lot of movies since that time. They're talking about doing a pre-Rocky piece movie next. That's what Stallone wants to do next, where it's you know a movie prior to the original Rocky. But 1976, there was no better picture, according to the Academy of Arts and Science and Motion Pictures, than Rocky. So at number three, we got Rocky. Number two, for those of you that are paying attention, you probably noticed that I haven't had a golf film yet on here. And uh, we've had some fun films. We've had some serious films. We're going to go back to the fun side. And there's just there's just no way that back in 1980, when they created Caddyshack, they could possibly understand the level of cult following that this movie has, even to this day. I, I guarantee there isn't a golf shop or a golf store or a golf round in America that doesn't take place where people either knowingly or unknowingly quote the film Caddyshack at some point in their round, in their day. I mean, I, I've been in a golf shop or behind the counter in, in, a, in a golf club for basically like the last 30 plus years of my life. And even when I shouldn't have been watching movies like that back in 1980, I can tell you that Bill Murray, Chevy Chase, Rodney Dangerfield, Rodney Dangerfield this was his breakthrough role. It was Harold Ramis' first uh, director job, and he picked Dangerfield. I mean, just huge. Ted Knight back in the day. Oh, so many great lines. There's just too many to even repeat right here. I I mean, but just think about it. How many times just today as golf comes up, because we're all golfers mainly that listen to this, that they're you're going to say some form of Caddyshack line, and uh, you know I don't think the heavy stuff's coming down for a while, or you know is this Russia, Danny? I mean it's just it's not Russia, is it? I mean it, there's just so many um, great lines, and uh, I think it's time if you're missing a little bit of golf. You throw the original version of that on, and you just have some fun and watch that one, and just have a really good 
out, you know, uh, a really good laugh. Um, just, just like, just, just a really, really good feel good moment in the game of golf and Caddyshack. Uh, I can't thank that film enough for all it's done throughout my career in keeping times light and fun. And, and, uh, certainly it earned its spot at number two on my list. And now, and you know, all know that, uh, I love and enjoy uh, a good drum roll. So, um, bear with me here as I, I work from home here, but the number one on my top 10 movies here uh, back in 2004. It was the story that is probably one of the greatest gall, uh, sports stories of all time. And it was made by Disney. It was a movie called Miracle. And it was about the 1980 Olympic hockey team. And, you know, great moments are born from great opportunity. The famous Herb Brooks locker room speech and a really defining role for Kurt Russell at a point in his career where he hadn't done much in a while and he came out and he played Herb Brooks and all of the young actors that played the kids on the team, the kids, you know, that that started out that they were a bunch of half a team from Minnesota and then the other half of the team was from New England and and how those kids came together and how Herb brought them all together and you know, it's the 40th anniversary of that occasion it just passed back in february and miracle is a family film that you can watch with the kids you can watch with your wife it's just a great story it's an unbelievable period piece talking about a time in america where you know things were kind of you know not great and coming out of the 70s and all these kids gave the world so much hope and they gave us so much positive energy throw on miracle it's a disney flick it's it's tremendous you'll love it um and uh you know when you hear the al michaels call at the end do you believe in miracles uh, you'll know that without a doubt all will be right in the world soon enough and folks i appreciate y'all listening and tuning in this afternoon but you know who else i appreciate before i send you all over to doug gottlieb for the afternoon i appreciate our sponsors and of course that's TaylorMade golf new jersey golf foundation summit golf brands and fh wadsworth I appreciate Wade Weezer putting this all together on the board while I'm at home. Uh, the Springdale Board of Governors and Troon Golf Management for all their leadership during these interesting times. You know, And most importantly, keep tuning in, folks, and hit me up on social media. Let's come up with some great content and have some fun. You know, The, uh, the canvas and the whiteboard are uh, wide open for what we want to do with these next couple weeks. So uh, for right now, I'm heading back upstairs out of my basement to my family. But you know what? That's okay. It's what we're doing for right now, and we're having fun with it. So, as always, when it comes to life, let the tower be your guide. And from New York to Philadelphia, and of course everywhere online, may you all have a Springdale day. This has been Springdale Golf Live with Keith Stewart. Keith returns to the team next Friday afternoon at 3 on Fox Sports 920 The Jersey.